Praise God. I am, I'm so excited to share. I was really happy um, when Pastor asked me to share. And um, God just put it on my heart to just tell my story. And so that's exactly what I'm going to do. So he gave me um, a title and the title is called Moving Forward. And um, the beginning of my moving forward, um, wait, before I even start, the scripture that God gave me today is um, Proverbs chapter three, verse five to six. And then you can turn there and read along with me. Proverbs chapter three, verse five to six. And it says, lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all of your heart and mind. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all of your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him. And he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. Amen. Amen. So starting from verse five, where he says, lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord. Uh, one of the things that God challenged me with in the very beginning was trusting my hearing and trusting that when I'm hearing him, that I should be solid in what I hear and then move forward. So you know, when I was, you know, I lived at home for most of my life. I I never had my own place until the age of 39. And, um, well, I know I moved away from my mom at the age of 39. And um, we, she had a fire. There was a fire in the building. And um, we were taken over to the Red Cross. And I know that God told me in my heart, you're going to live in the Bronx. And that was a time that a friend of mine and my sister, Sherry, she was the one that invited me to come to JCMI. And then um, when pastor, you know, we started talking one day and he was saying, I'm feeling in my spirit that you're going to be living in that room upstairs. And so I kind of like dismissed it and was saying no. But then when the fire happened, God told me you need to go and move and live in that room upstairs that he offered to you in the Bronx. And um, I think that place is just like a place of refuge where people had different situations and problems and he would let them stay there until they got things together to move forward. So I heard God and then I think in the beginning I was kind of wrestling with it, dismissed it, but it just kept coming back and then it was strong. And I feel like I didn't have a peace until I say yes. And so I said, you know what, God, I'm not going to try to do it my own way. I say yes, and I'll go and move there. And I ended up living there for a year and a half before I got my own place. But that was the beginning of my freedom. And um, the word that stuck out to me during that time was separation. And God was calling me to separate from my family and he was taking me to a place of solitude 
so that he can speak to me and that I would be able to hear him clearly. And I would not be getting mixed up his voice from the other voices that I was hearing, which can be mixed sometimes with voices uh, from family, voices of friends, and even your own thoughts. He wanted to, during that season, crystallize his voice. And so that was a period where I was alone. Uh, COVID had just started, you know, it was 2020. Everything was shut down. Um, well, the fire was in 2019 and I lived there and then the next year was COVID. So from 2020 to 2022, I didn't see my mom's or my brother's face and I wasn't in any contact with my, the rest of my family. I did speak to her on the phone, but I didn't see her. And it was by choice because I just needed that time to be away and get clarity. And um, I felt like when I spoke to her or them, it was disrupting me and not going in the positive flow of what God has surrounded me around in JCMI. And so I didn't want to pollute what God was doing because it did feel very pure and I was for the first time, knowing and understanding that my opinion matters. And God was like, no, you're, you're a separate individual. Let me tell you what it is that I have for you. So that's what I learned during that time of uh, separation. And the next word that came to mind during that time was stand. I had to learn to stand up for myself and be um, and stop letting people like push me around and tell me what I should be doing. And I, I felt like I was very weak, but during that time when that I was alone and through the messages here at, at JCMI, I learned to stand. I learned to be sure and I learned to trust God and and I learned to make decisions on my own and um not to be manipulated you know by my family or by friends and that time of solitude it built a strength on the inside of me that I didn't even know that I had and um after two whole years God told me you know it's time for you to go back and that just meant I went back to start contacting them. But there was also a step that I needed because this process that I was walking through, this process of going forward, I had to gain freedom. And that was freedom from all those bondages. And um, part of my freedom, you know, I had to release these things, these hurts, these pains, things that were spoken onto me they were crippling me and they were stagnating me. And so I could not, I couldn't move forward. So, you know, God was challenging me at that time to forgive. And um, I wrote a letter to my mom, my brother and my sister. And many of you know, cause I shared this, you know, a couple years ago now. And I told them what I felt and how they hurt me. And um, I thank them also for the good that they did 
but I did have to let them know why I separated myself and me doing that and confronting the issue. That was another thing. I didn't know how to have healthy confrontation. My way was always to run away from things and hide. And in that running away and hiding, there were walls and stuff being built up on the inside of me and God exposed those issues, those things and told me, part of your walking forward and, and you have to get rid of these things or else I can't bless you because those are the blockages. And so you have to forgive so that you, you know, you can be free. And like the scripture says, so that your prayers can go up. So I wrote them and I understood that even though I wrote the letters about how I was feeling, I wasn't doing it because I wanted to gain um, a certain response. I was doing it for me to get free. So whether or not they responded the way that I thought they should respond, that part was none of my business. What was my business was for me to confess my sin. Like the scripture says, confess your sins. He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. I had to confess what I was harboring. I had to confess that I was hurt. I had to confess, confess that I had these defenses and defense mechanisms that needed to change because if I didn't deal with those things, it was going to affect me in my future and then affect the people that God placed in my life to help me because I never dealt with it in the past. Now that you're going towards your future, everything else is going to be contaminated if you don't deal with those things and allow God to set you free so that your heart can be pure. And so for that lack of knowledge from before, not knowing that, it kept me stagnated. But when I started dealing with those things, it is a freedom, like layers coming off of me. And so we, you know, we had that conversation in my family and I saw how God was just setting me free. And so that was the first stage of me standing up and moving forward and trusting God. Now, during that process, I do wanna talk about the sting of rejection, uh, being very different in my family, which I know a lot of times pastor has told me, you know, you're the Joseph of your family, meaning, you know, you're the one, you have the call, you said yes to God, you're moving forward. God has separated you. And now that he's separated you, he's healing you. You're going to progress. You're going to prosper. And then you're going to go back, you know, and your family, they'll need you. Now going back, that doesn't necessarily mean going back to be a part of, it just might be God is sending you back there because they need what you have, which is the empowerment of God on the inside of you, the newness, because you've been in his presence in such a way that you allowed him to change you. And now you have surrendered to him. So now that you have, you're in this full surrender, when people see you now, like they saw Moses, when he came down after being on that mountain for the 40 days and 40 nights, his face 
shone in a different way. It was bright because it was a, the presence of God upon him. And it was a light because he said yes to God and he surrendered. And I feel like when my two years was up and I was still kind of hiding, God said, okay, no, it's time for you to go back now. So I went back and, you know, to speak to my mom and my brother and I contacted my sister, my family now, you know, they live in the same town Bayonne, that I live in. And um, they didn't know I was here, but I let them know that I'm here now and now we have communication. But I let them know in my stance of the newness of who I am. And them looking at me and remembering how I was, they could clearly see that there was a difference. And they could clearly see that something had changed on the inside. And um, my mom, you know, she respected me. She respects me. And she said, like, wow, you know, she didn't really say the words like, I'm proud of you or something like that. But I can tell by the way how she enjoys my presence now. She was... um looking up to me and she was proud, but you know, my family, they don't always verbalize those things, but I knew that she was. And when I would come to visit her, as I come to visit her now, she didn't want me to leave. And I could see that she was looking up to me. So um, this thing of rejection that I was talking about earlier, it was just kind of like, I felt like, um, because they didn't understand me, they would reject me or I wasn't the one that was chosen or I was the one that, like when I, when I did live home, they would, she would say like, well, you're not going to move out or um, why do you think you will move out? You're not even married or are you going to get married? We think you're, you might end up being a nun because you've been single for so many years. Things like that. And I, I feel like, because people have seen me in a, in a way for so long and you've been standing there solid for so long, they can only see you in that way. You know, even now as uh, being a, a hairstylist, hairdresser, um, in the business of cosmetology for over, well, 30 years, I just made 30 years in um, February, people see you as a hairstylist. And so, or they, they see me as a hairstylist. And so, they tend to reject you from anything else and just keep you in that box of what they think you are and what they think you know and how they picture you. So if you say anything outside of the box of what they think, they tend to reject that or you might get laughed at. And that's what I experienced over the years of, of being single, of you know living at home and things like that. And it hurt, but um, even though it hurt, you, you know, I learned I still have to move forward and you still have to move forward no matter what people say, no matter what they think and no matter how they categorize you, you have to don't allow the thing to cripple you or keep you stagnated. You move forward and, and there is healing because God will he will heal you. And I feel 
a greater peace and a greater strength now. And the beauty is I'm not afraid to leave what I have to leave behind. That's including family and friends. I'm not afraid to move forward and I'm not afraid to trust God anymore. There are moments of fear, right? So I have to be honest, like there's moments and thoughts, but it's not strong enough to make me plop down and just say, no, I'm not doing this, you know? So those are just moments. Now, during this process, um, I just feel like there's a development that is taking place, you know, this, this going forward, you know, you make your decisions, God separates you, he brings you into solitude and he might call you to go back and you start talking to people. But the number one thing is now you have to change. And so I had to change and I had to allow God to continue developing me developing me on the inside and developing me in that trust. So um, as the scripture says in verse five, lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all of your heart and mind. Do not rely on your own insight or your understanding. So my strength really is in not trying to think about how this thing is going to work is really just about following the instruction, following the path, following where God is calling you to without you using your human mind or that human understanding. You know, when you get the instruction, you just put one foot in front of the other and you continue walking. Once that instruction is clear and you follow it and you move forward, when you move forward, the next part of that revelation of what God is showing you is going to unfold, but it starts with the first step. And then you take the next step and then he'll show you again. So for example, when I moved to the Bronx and I was living there for about a year and a half, you know, it's COVID now, the salons are shut down and I'm there working uh, in the sanctuary because pastor said, you know, well, Everything is shut down, you know, the church, but the buildings, the church space is there. You should, you can go down. He prayed about it and he got a piece that God said, I should go down there and work. And I started taking one client. There was a chair that he said, we had a chair and a mirror that he set up there for me. He put a sink in the bathroom and I started working. Um, later on, God told me, you know, about a year and a a month or so in, he said, I want you to go out now and start looking for an apartment where you're going to live. So it was in my spirit that I was going to, oh, I want, would like to live in Jersey. So I started looking in Jersey. And I learned from being at JCMI, you know, part of that trust, if God says go out and look, you know, in the natural, this first part of um, verse three, lean on, trust in, be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. Do not rely on your own insight or understanding. My insight would tell me or my understanding would tell me, God, I don't have any money to get an apartment. How am I going to go looking for an apartment if I don't have the money for it? Because, you know, you guys know the story or if not, the salon that I was in closed, 
prior to me coming to the Bronx. And I had a lot of debt behind that. And I joined with um, Pastor as business partners. And he was walking me out of that debt and walked me out of it through different steps. And so he got me from in the negative to a baseline. And so I was not in the hole, but I didn't have any surplus to anything. Everything was exact. I didn't have the savings. So how am I looking for an apartment, God? You know, but he said, go. So I knew enough to say, you know what? I'm just going to go. And I stepped out and I started looking at apartments. And during that time, he showed me where I was going to live. When I, when I, went, when I went there, he said, this is going to be it. Then after that, the money came. It's like I went back to the salon, well, working in the sanctuary at the time, which was my salon. And it got really busy and God provided the money for me. So because I listened to him and I went out looking, I think we looked at about um, six or seven apartments and it wasn't like the very last one. And that was the one he said, that's where you're going to live. And then when I came back, he provided the money. It got so busy. And that's how he, um, he provided the money for me to get the place. And so I learned in that season, as I go forward and I do what God is telling me to do, he is now going to uncover the things that he has set there before me. But it won't be shown to you until you take the first step. So you won't know exactly what it is. But all you have to know is, did he tell you to do what you're saying you're going to do? Or did you decide you want to do that? So that's the big difference. Is you hear from God or is it you? Once you get that plain and you know the word that you got is the word that God spoke to you, then you're sure. You're safe and you're sure. Because that word is not from you, is not from people, it's from God. And usually when it is from him, all the time when it's from him, he confirms it over and over and over again. And then he even brings it to a point where all arrows point to that one place. So now you have to make your decision to step forward. And that's where the trust is. And that's how I got my own place. And then after that, you know, God blessed me with a car and so much more. And so it's a new season again of trust. And the step I'm in right now or the season that I have to take now is he has just revealed to me, you're not going to be doing here in the location of where you are doing here right now. In the beginning of August, he told me August 31st is going to be your last day doing here in the Bronx. Um, the beginning of this year, I've been feeling it in my spirit that he was going to be taking me away from the chair. And this word has been spoken to me several times from pastor and I've been feeling it. And the day came in August when he told me. And so I made the decision in faith to let clients know, because God told me, start letting people know that you won't be in this location anymore. And God was showing me that I'm releasing you from this. And I know it's in, in part, but you will be moving and things will get clear. And I'll show you, but make the first step. And the first step is write that letter, send it out to people and let them know you won't be here doing hair anymore. 
So because of my experience with God, it, it, it is building up, it's built up my faith and it's built up my trust to know that the whole picture, I don't need to see the whole picture. What I do have is God told me that is sure it's been confirmed and I know that it's his voice. The rest of the puzzle and the rest of the pieces will come together as I make my step and I move forward. So now when people come to you and they question you and they ask you, what are you doing and how can you do this? And, you know, do you have a plan? And just remember when it is God, there's an ease and there's a peace. There is a flow. And that is the flow that he built on the inside of you and the ease and the peace when he had you in that solitude. And so now that you're out and you move forward, you don't forget the things that he taught you, but you can rest in that. And there is assurance. Um, and in verse six, he says, in all of your ways, know, recognize and acknowledge him and he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. And so during that training process of solitude, me acknowledging him, I continue to acknowledge him now. And the scripture says he will direct, make straight and plain your paths. And so you can rest assured in that because I know I'm trusting him. He knows I'm trusting him. And I always acknowledge him and say, God, you know, if I am wrong, if I missed you, here I am, Lord, show me. I learned that from pastor. No matter how sure you are about anything, number one, you always you have counsel. Uh, I learned that I have counsel. I can come to pastor. I can let him know. I have my tribe. I have people that I speak to that they pray that I developed as well, learning that here at JCMI. And then you, you always, number one, you have your prayer life with the Lord and you always bring it back, meaning that you're acknowledging God in every single step. And so as you acknowledge him, he is sure to tell you he will direct and make straight and plain your paths, whether you're right or you're wrong or whatever, he'll make it clear to you and he will make straight your paths. Amen. And so let me just check and make sure. And so with that, I just really encourage everyone in this season. It's a new season. We're all embarking on these new transitions. I really do pray that, you know, as you heard this message, that the time that you have that solitude, be very clear about what it is that God is saying unto you. And be still and know, write it down so that you can review it when you forget sometimes. And you look back at that paper, wherever you wrote it or on your phone, and you say, this is what God told me. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to believe. And I'm also going to receive all that God has for me. And when you leave, whatever you leave behind, I know this from personal experience, and we've seen it all over and over again, even watching pastor, especially watch, watching pastor, what you leave behind, what's in front of you is so much greater than what you're letting go of now. So don't let the sting of rejection, when people say how you feel in your emotions stop you from moving forward 
in the path that God has for you. And with that, I pray that um, you are blessed by this message entitled Moving Forward. Um, and that's my testimony that God placed on my heart to share with you today. And I pray it's a blessing unto you. Amen.